On today's Running on Empty, we talk the NBA trade deadline, who got traded, and more importantly, who didn't. Then we bounce over to college basketball and preview a absolutely nuts Saturday slate. Top-ranked matchups all across the board. Then in segments, we go into Game of Thrones. What are the girls up to these days? And why does Rupp Arena suck so bad? Not that I'm biased or anything, it just sucks. All right, see you in there. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Running On Empty. I am your host, Cameron Popes, alongside my co-host, Patrick Dealey. Pat, how are we doing, my man? You know what I'm... (laughs) We're doing pretty well. This is only the third time we've recorded this opening. <laughs> yeah, people keep calling phones. Uh, it's not great. Phones are blowing up mid-conversation, but it's okay. We're I had Woj people. coming to break some news for the, uh, the deadline, man. Okay, yeah, it's been a big day. Uh, I know you were wondering, Pat, but the weather is just fantastic <laughs> in Columbia. <laughs> it is 82 degrees, sunny. Nice little breeze, nothing too much. I mean, it, it felt like a day where I honestly just wanted to be on the lake somewhere, floating around, doing nothing active. Nothing active on the lake. I don't want to do anything like that. I want to be literally just sitting with a little life preserver around my face, a little life floating around uh-huh. with a nice cold beer, just sitting in the sun. That, that's where I wanted to be all day. But I wasn't. I was inside all day working. But you know, you got to grind. You got to pay the bills. So, <clears throat> pay the bills. Yeah, pay the bills. But enough with us, enough about the weather and how we're doing. I was worried on Monday that sports were just going to stop after the Super Bowl football season was over. Were I you, was worried about. Were you worried? I was very worried. Yeah, I was worried. I was like, man, like, what the heck are we going to talk about? And boy, oh boy, did the NBA not just say, "Hey, football's out the door. I'm coming in, baby. It's my time to shine. We're taking over all the headlines." And that happened on the trade deadline. Trade trade deadline past few days. Uh, Pat, give me give me an overall breakdown of what happened today in the NBA trade deadline. Well. So the biggest story of the trade deadline is the fact that there wasn't a trade. That's right. We're talking Anthony Davis did not go to the Lakers. The Lakers could not get enough on the table. And I really the Pelicans kind of made, you know, the best decision for their team and didn't let LeBron and Magic just kind of bully them around. Did the LeBron league. get punked? I feel like this is the first time LeBron kind of showed up from a franchise. It, it, it's it is one of those things. Well, the first time was the Spurs when the, when Kawhi was hurt and like Kawhi was just going to walk away in free agency. So like the Spurs like tried to shop him a little bit, and the Spurs were like, no, we're not going to trade you to the Lakers. We know that's what you want. Yeah. So that was kind of the first time, but yeah, that was kind of a big story. So we're going to see what happens with the Lakers. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they'll. Uh, I like the Lakers, so hopefully it'll be okay, I guess. I don't know. It seems like a lot of team dysfunction. Well, I, just I know uh, what – I know it's coming out Friday, uh, February 8th, but it was two nights ago, that whole that picture of LeBron on the bench oh, with yeah. those three empty seats on the bench with uh, the rest of his team on the side. That doesn't look great for team chemistry. Uh, I'll be honest with you, but I don't blame him. I mean, he was, like, openly saying, hey, I'm basically trying to trade all of my decent players and role players to get AD – it falls through. It's very, very public. Everyone knows. They have everyone in the Indiana chanting, LeBron's going to trade you. LeBron's going to trade you. LeBron's going to trade you. So everyone knows. And it's like, man, it didn't work out. Now we got to try and get this shit back together and make a little run here. So it's going to be interesting to see how he kind of tries to turn things around. Yeah, I mean, 
My mom just asked me if my dog pooped inside. <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. You got you know, a little blank space there. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, like, obviously team chemistry is important. LeBron's stuck with these young kids now who he hasn't played, he hasn't played terribly with, but like, they were terrible when LeBron was gone. So we'll see what happens. Oh, how could we forget? We should open this up with a show. Our boy is back. LeVar Ball. The Ball family is back. I don't know if Pat is, if he's a big fan of the uh, LeVar the Ball Let's family. save Le- LeVar for segments. No, 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 no. I want to dive into it now, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my bad. LeVar Ball is still king, and he's all back. I don't know if you're – what show was he on today? Was it uh, – uh, It was on Undisputed on Fox Undisputed. Sports 1. Thank you. Thank you. Good plug. Um, he, he said Lonzo is better than LeBron. Ron won't win a title in L.A. without Lonzo. And Ma- Magic really isn't in charge of the Lakers. I mean, just bring in the haymaker. I mean, baby. the Magic one is, like, your That's best true. shot. I mean, yeah, LeBron, LeBron kind of ro- rules the world, I guess. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Lonzo and the LeBron comparisons are outrageous. Shannon Sharp was, like, Shannon Sharp yeah. deals with Skip Bayless. <laughs> d- deals with Skip Bayless every, uh, every whatever, every day. So that's like, you know, that's, it is what it is. But when he says, when he says LeBron is worse than Lonzo, Shannon Sharp shits himself. He was like, what? He's like, and he just, he's like, he immediately just, just flips to the record books and goes like, uh, (laughs) your, your son's shooting 23% from three, 40% from the free throw line. And LeBron's like, (laughs) Talk about free throws, buddy. Talk about free throws. I love it. He like immediately starts diving into like, oh, I'm not talking about free throws. That's probably the best, best player of all time. Like, oh, he can drive to the lane. Do that. Like, talk about free throws. Like, he just starts to spin that. Like, oh, that's ridiculous to even bring up free throws. But he should 40%. I didn't realize until he even said that today. It's like, no, oh, my I God. Mean, that's pretty. That's terrible. I mean, that's like, it's the worst the worst free throw percentage I have ever heard of. Yeah, for a guard. I mean, that was like Deion. Was DeAndre Jordan – DeAndre that Jordan, I think, like, the lowest that I ever remember seeing on screen was, like, 56%. He was low. He was really bad. But, I mean, he had, like, a lot of opportunities every game. It just looked bad because I was, like, everyone was trying to hack hack a Jordan for a little while there. But yeah. there was a few – there was a couple other big trades. Wasn't, wasn't – didn't uh, Gasol? Yeah, Marcus Gasol heads on uh, on to – you just put me on the spot. Jesus. The Raptors. The Raptors, right? yes. The Raptors. the Raptors. He's welcome to the North. That's right. That was ugly of me. Um, but, yeah, so he's on the way to the north. He got out of Memphis. Memphis is all in on the tank. But yeah, and, they traded uh, Zach Randolph, too, right? Did I see that correctly? Zach, yeah, they traded, that's, who got, that's who Harrison Barnes, uh, Harrison Barnes was traded for. <clears throat> uh, I promise you. Yeah, because I saw Zach Randolph's name, and I was like, wait a minute. He's still in the Oh, league. my God, Pope. Zach Randolph is on the Kings. Oh, so he got traded. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway yeah so marcus all goes to the raptors and the raptors kind of or memphis kind of clears some cap room with marcus all and obviously they're all in on the tank they're going to try to go to the, get some good lottery odds and this just shows the raptors are are trying not to be the raptors and are going to try to win a, a playoff series we'll see if that happens or like the eastern conference championship i don't know uh milwaukee also got better they got a balance no, they got from the Pelicans. Who'd they get? Dead yeah, air. Oh, yeah, Nick uh, Nikola. Yeah, Miritich, which they were saying he plays perfectly into the Pel- 
the really, as I'm like getting going on this, this is all about how the East it became a beast. Like it was oh. just, it was just <laughs> like oh. obviously the yeah the Western Conference has been so far superior for so long that the East finally got some, <clears throat> just got all the good players from the West. It was wild. Um, obviously, Golden State's didn't have to do anything, so like they're still okay. far and above anything. All right, so I have two questions for you, Pat. I know you're the, you're the big NBA guy. I you know I'm telling people's names on the same team. So sure, you've done. <clears throat> so what happens with uh, AD now? Anthony Davis. Okay, so the way he's, he's not he said he's not going to be there after this year, right? That's why he does not sign an extension. No, he is on he's on contract for this year and next year. Okay. So if they do nothing, he's playing through 2020. What is going to happen though, and this is what why the Pelicans are smart and why people were telling them who like weren't like LeBron stands, they were saying wait because come June, the once the finals are over, they're going to open back up the trade talks to like anyone. It's like kind of during free agency season. And uh, explore their options. Yeah, the Lakers will be there. The Celtics are really interested in AD. They'll be there, and uh, really anybody else will who else who else is interested. But those are like the two main guys, and gotcha. they're gonna see. And this the thing. This is so obviously you want to have as much as many options as possible, right? Right. The problem with this option is so Magic Johnson. I almost said Magic Jordan. I would have been really ashamed. Magic Johnson literally gave him the farm. Like, the trade was, like, 11 <laughs> players, 19 future picks, and they're like, nah, that ain't enough, bro. And, which is fine. I mean, like, it's like volume over qu- quantity. Quality over quantity kind of deal. There you go. Um, but you have Danny Ainge now that's going to try to come in here, and Danny Ainge is literally a wizard when it comes to trades. Like, he swindles people. He's like, he's going to make them take Marcus Smart for AD, like, straight up. They're going to be like, it's a fair trade, I promise. And Del Delman, or whatever is, it's, I know his name's Del. The uh, GM for the Pelicans is going to be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You're right. No. Danny Ainge is going to work that magic, and it makes sense when he's talking. And then, like, afterwards, like, wait, what the hell did I just do? <laughs> he tells me, like, tells me, like, wait a second, hold on. This doesn't seem right. He goes, okay. All right, fine. I'll throw you a 2024 second round draft. Pick. Okay. I mean, you can push it over. That's a, that's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But, uh, my other last question I want to talk about for the trade is that, um, or the trade deadline, is any team actually even get, I mean, the thought teams got better today, but would you say any team actually put them in a conversation to maybe win one game in a seven game series against the Warriors? <laughs> well, so like, <clears throat> no teams on the West got better. Really, I'm I mean, saying I'm saying against and against conference in the finals. Right, right, but like the Steve Lakers, the Lakers like swapped. They swapped like the same guy, except like one guy might have had like a slightly better jumper than a and was a worse rebounder, while the guy like vice vice versa. Um, but like the East, like I said, got a whole bunch better. Milwaukee, I might throw a little future on their finals. Milwaukee, like because Milwaukee got exactly what they needed to plug this guy. Uh, Nico, they plug him right in. He's going to play. He's going to get into the system. Easy peasy, no problem. Uh, so the Raptors are going to have to figure it out a little bit. And they're going to have to work out the kinks, which they should be okay. But again, they're the Raptors. Kyle Lowry hasn't been scoring well. Eh, they're like, eh. Uh, the Celtics did nothing, which was shocking. I guess they just, they, they kind of think that they're, they're like the... They're okay with what they're at now? Yeah, they're, they're the cream of the crop. They think they... They got it. They don't need anything. 
and also like a trade can like kind of like fuck you up entirely like you mess right. with the chemistry and everything the sixers i mean the sixers did a lot they they have a good bench now don't they that's what no they have a bad bench they have a Are much sure? much worse bench okay <laughs> are you sure about that man? yes i'm positive so they get tobias harris from the clippers who is an excellent he's shooting like the best he's ever shot shooting like 43 percent from three uh, and he's going to be the fourth option, which is which is going to be strange for him because he was number one at the Clippers. So that's where like the fitting the pieces together is going to be really hard because the Clippers, or not the Clippers, the Sixers are going to have to figure all that out. Like I said, Milwaukee already has like they're just going to plug this guy and he's going to be ready to go. He knows the system. Tobias was a number one. Now he's going to be the number four option scoring. So, but their their front four is very formidable. Like they're going to be like they're really good. It's just when they have to go to the bench. They don't have a whole lot of guys there anymore. They got like TJ McCullough, who's like good. Like, I mean, I don't even know, but uh, besides that. And then um, they did finally get rid of Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz got traded for some, I don't know. Is it, He's not even like a, like a big name or anything. But, uh, you know, what a, Jonathan I mean, Simmons, good. Jonathan Simmons. Markel Fultz is out of Philadelphia for Jonathan Simmons. <laughs> But and yeah, what a uh, what a great career he's gotten off to. That kind of stuff. He mentally he is messed up. I'm gonna dip my pen. Okay, dip your pen, Pat. <laughs> I'm gonna dip my quill in the ink, and I'm gonna write something. I'm gonna write. A, I'm gonna. We're gonna start a website. I don't know what it's called. Nope. I am. Okay. I'm like. All right. You don't have to be a part of it. I am invited. Spitball it. I'll come up with the idea right now. Feed it to me. I'll come up with a title. The website or the article. What, what's what are you going at? Okay. Well. What I'm going to write about is whether or not, or is it a mistake to draft these one-year guys out of uh, the NBA or out of college versus like two, three of the more experienced guys and like see like what the difference is in their trajectory. Also, I'm going to write a piece about how Rupp Arena sucks ass. Rupp Arena sucks? Oh. I was actually wondering that. I was actually, so going to get a little segue there, Pat. Pat went to the kentucky Carolina game, which uh, I would say if you watched the first 14 minutes of the game and then nothing else. You would have thought that game was actually a pretty close game. Maybe Carolina could pull off the upset. I thought uh, so, too. <laughs> they were looking hot. I was like, oh, man, that's like, all right. And it's like, yeah. oh, shit, they're still playing well. Like, oh, my God. And then they just kind of fell off right there in, into the first half. But I was wondering that because, I mean, obviously, like, Colonial Life isn't known to be a great environment for college basketball games. The only basketball games I've seen it get up for is when they have, like, an actual couple big teams there. Yeah. And they get stomped. So it's, like, really cool for the first, like, 10 minutes and then the Blues. But – I was wondering that. I know you're a big Louisville fan. Obviously, was the KFC Yum Arena? Is yum, that correct? Yum Center. We're a yum center. center. Okay. I'm sorry. Yum Center is obviously an incredible atmosphere, probably the best in college basketball. But how was the – how does Rep Arena compare okay. to uh, what well, you've experienced? Not, not to spoil my column. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, it's a little uh, – little, little teaser. A little, preview, little teaser. Yeah. Rep Arena is a historic arena. A lot of good stuff has happened there. A lot of racism. Uh, <laughs> they didn't have black players until like the seventies. I don't think. Seemed um, like an unnecessary jab, but okay. Well, fuck them. <laughs> okay, carry on. Uh, so <clears throat> me and my buddy, we live in Louisville, obviously, and he's a Kentucky fan. I was like, let's go to this game. I, first of all, I am the. Oh, only... did you see the bear? The cocaine bear? No, I didn't see the cocaine bear. Jesus Christ, Pat. that was your one job. <laughs> carry on. I was in Lexington for. Two hours, so leave me alone. 
Uh, so we get there. We, we have to get out work. We get we hit the road at like six. So we get there at seven. Game starts at seven. We're a little late, right? We walk in there. People are walking around the stadium. I am the only person, only person in any other color than blue. Any other color than blue. Like, so I walk in there and I am like a, like, have you seen Animal House? Yes. When those college students go into that, like, black jazz bar and everyone in the entire building just, the music goes, and they all turn their heads real quick. Like, who is, that was me. People, like, dropped their drinks. Like, women were, like, oh, my God. Couldn't, people couldn't believe it. Uh Uh-huh. So then we, and then like the lower bowl, the lower bowl is real expensive. So we didn't get those, obviously, very poor. We went up in the second le- level. Second level, bleachers. <laughs> I hate So bleachers. terrible arena. Yeah, terrible arena. The bleachers are like a foot apart from like the next bleacher. So like, and we're late. So everyone's already seated. So we're trying to, and we're like right in the middle. So we're trying excuse to. Like, me, excuse, yeah, me, excuse me, sorry. Excuse me. Oh, that's the worst. You're the worst person. There was like a taller person. So his legs were like longer out, I guess. And I almost fell down. Like these bleachers are so steep. It's like the cliff of Mount Everest. I almost fell down. I, I caught myself on this person. I go, I'm so sorry. And he was like, I already hated you. Now I really hate you. That's and I almost fell down to my death. I swear to God. That's that's hilarious. I'm just picturing you falling down flights of stairs. Did I tell you my buddy did that at a, a cootie concert? No. Then Charleston. Oh, it's my God. buddy uh, Clayton. I don't want to say his full name, but he's uh, he's six six, a little over three hundred. Big big fella. <laughs> big three fella. bucks. Three, he's a little over. I mean, great guy. Great time. We got a little uh, happy beers. He's dancing, having a good time, and he, we were like upper deck, about like five rows from the top, from the very very top. And he's like has his back to the like to the concert, oh. looking back at us doing his dance and doing his thing. He's, he's feeling himself. It's pretty late in the night, and he like slips and falls. And I'm not even kidding. He falls down one set of bleachers, oh, and there's this geez. couple in front of him, grabs the dude, and like there's no, nothing's holding him back. Like he's just gonna, <laughs> he's just taking them with him. He takes him with him. The guy oh. grabs his girlfriend. Takes her with them too. Oh, no. They go down six rows of stairs. He knocks out three, like three sets of couples, and it's just like <laughs> makes a huge scene. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, like, are you okay? Everyone's free. Like, are you okay? Are you okay? Okay?" Like me and we were like me and my buddies, we're just like dying laughing, like not worried at all about it. Like his health it was pretty bad, but he was he was fine. Like comes back up. We, like, was everyone else tested. okay? Every, no, people like everyone else left. I was around us. We like like ten minutes later, we like kind of got our bearings straight, realized what was going on, and realized like. Oh huh, man, there's ten rows in front of us that are open up now. We have so much room to ourselves. Like, <laughs> good job, man. You really just really ruined that concert for a bunch but of people. In general, like I was like I was like quietly rooting because like it, I obviously I would get just mauled by literally all two twenty two thousand people in that stadium. Okay, okay, so they they like hats off to them. They packed out that arena for South Carolina. Oh like, my Final Four team. <laughs> Chill out with that slander. And like. So I would, like, clap. I'd be like, yes. And then by the end of the game, I was like, I was like I'm going to make some friends here. I'm going I'm to make have a couple laughs, have a couple yucks with the boys. And, like, we, hit, we would hit a three. We were down 28. We'd, I, we'd hit a three. I'd be like, all right, guys, come on. We can still win this. You're the worst person. <laughs> people, people in the section were laughing. They're like, oh, this guy, he's a good sport. I was uh. the only Carolina fan there. You looked around everywhere. The only other Carolina fan was like uh, Pastides was there with his wife. 
And he was getting rowdy. You just know that, Pastides. <laughs> um, who is our school president, if you don't know. Um, it was unbelievable, though. Like, even, like, behind the... the were you being obnoxious in the first, like, five, ten minutes? Were you no, like, no, 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 no. I told you. I was, I was cheering, like, politely. I was like, all right, good job, little yeah. golf yeah. club. I was about to say, that's one of those things. <clears throat> either go one way or the other, but I feel like I'd kind of be obnoxious at the beginning, and then once things started to go down, like, yeah, it's obviously never going to lose. Like, what, I, I, had a few, I had a few I had a few times that I did do that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, even behind the uh, the basketball players' section, like there was no parents, there was no relatives, there was pastides, and then a, a ray of blue. I, it was unbelievable. Oh, good on them, and they're playing pretty well. I mean, I was, that was the first fourteen minutes. I was excited about what could uh, what could possibly happen to Rupp Arena, and then they just turned it on, and I was like, "Well, okay, well that is that is that." But they're playing well, playing really good basketball right now. Kentucky um, can rebound the basketball. They yeah, rebounded Carolina like forty-seven twenty-one. That's wow. like a spitball, but like it was around there. Like they doubled a yep. rebound. Sounds spot on to me. I was, yeah. <clears throat> That's crazy. That is a small game. Future doesn't look as bright for the rest of the season. No, sure doesn't. Game talks in Tennessee. Sure, sure doesn't. And like just to keep on going, I guess, with uh, a quick college basketball deal. Uh, you know, Tennessee is, they, they might have, I'm worried that they might have peaked on the wrong time. Yeah, they peaked early, which like, I mean, a couple weeks ago, I mean, they're, they're the number one team in the country. But I don't know if that's going to you know, keep going on. They still have – well, there's still a month to play yeah. before we can get to the conference championship or mm-hmm. conference tournament. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how hot they get, how hot they stay. And they have to play Carolina again? Like, who knows? <laughs> who knows, yeah. Um, I mean, but true. Gonzaga has, like, their toughest game, I guess, of the year uh, in conference against San Francisco, the Dons. San Francisco is pretty good. I don't know anything about their players or anything, but – I know that they're a pretty good team. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about them, but their record looks good. They're, I mean, they're seventeen and five, but Gonzaga's still favored by nineteen points. So take that as you will. Saturday okay. is a huge, huge game. Or I'm looking at the slate. Huge slate. There you go. Uh, Louisville plays number twenty-two FSU. That's huge. Top twenty-five. Nova matchup. Marquette, baby. Fourteen versus uh, ten. I like that. I like that. Marquette is Marquette is killing the Big East. Nova and has turned it on. Wasn't Villanova is probably the hottest team in the Big East? So yeah, this both is, of them are. What a wow! What a wow! What a matchup! <laughs> You're not even gonna watch. Boys, it. get ready to sit uh, down. At 4, Four p.m. All right. So Wisconsin, Michigan. Um, there is going to be 102 points scored in that game. No, I was gonna <laughs> say less, like 47. It's gonna be like 21 to 16. Michigan no, the has scores will be 48, 52. Michigan has the best defense. In the in the league in the whole like in the whole league, I guess I think probably, but like one of the worst offenses. And Wisconsin has Ethan Happ, who is literally Grayson Allen 2.0. I don't know if you saw oh. the video circulating oh, around where he puts his foot under a jumping player, so he steps on him and breaks his ankles. Real scum. dirty, scummy move. And then he was like blowing kisses to the crowd. Gotta love that. But neither of those teams that can game score. At? It's in Michigan. Ooh, buddy. Like, Ethan Happ, one of the best analogies I've, I've heard. I'm not even going to use it because it's too – but Ethan Happ can't shoot outside the paint. <laughs> he okay. just can't. He just can't. He just doesn't know how to jump, uh, have a jump shot. He's good at everything else but a jump shot. Uh, let's see. Anything else going on here? LSU and Oh, uh, yeah. The biggest game 
probably of the season so far. A repeat rematch. Oh, is, uh, yeah. Duke UVA. How we? My bad. 6 p.m. Duke goes to uh, Virginia. Yeah, thank you. Goes to Virginia. And uh, that's UVA's only loss this year was to Duke. And that was a, was a two point game or was a four point game? It was, it was a four point game with a last second blow yeah, shot. So take that as you will. I am going to take the same mistake. I'm going to make the same mistake I took the first time. And I'm going to take Virginia in that, regardless of the spread. I think Virginia comes out and wins that. I think home court advantage is going to be huge there. Yep. Obviously, home court advantage for the Dukies is the biggest thing. I mean, you got Cameron Indoor, who it's literally a it's how how can I explain this? It is a house where they put a basketball court in and then they just surrounded it with students. Yeah, it's kind of a hectic place. I was looking at tickets because I was up in um actually Raleigh that weekend that played before, and I was like Joking around, my dad and brother was like, "Hey, let's go to the Duke UVA game. Like, let, let, we should go. Like, let's look at tickets. And like, the cheapest ticket for a Duke UVA game in January was seven hundred dollars. And I was like, Jesus, holy Christ. shit! I'm, maybe I'm not gonna go. Seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred dollars for like just a normal seat, like not even a good seat. It was like a little bit high. Um, cause I don't think they have. Is there? I don't think there's two levels. I think it's just one open. It's like this. I think it's like a. It's like a minor shift two levels. It's, um, it's like the student section which wraps around the right. court and yeah. then it's like the regular seating right behind yeah. that. I mean it was but that yeah it's what it was two uh seven hundred dollars for just per seat. And I was like, yep, well, uh, maybe we're not going to that game. Well I have, I have a plan when I'm rich. And this okay. is when I'm like real rich. I mean I so like have a, to be really, really rich. So like your two thousand twenty plan? That's two that's two thousand twenty one. Um so I'm gonna buy <laughs> uh, I'm gonna buy a thousand lower bowl tickets to Rupp Arena for the Louisville Kentucky game because Kentucky always floods. <laughs> Kentucky always floods uh, Louisville Stadium because there's always obviously a lot of Kentucky fans in Louisville, and it's the most annoying thing in the world. So I'm gonna buy a thousand lower bowl tickets to the Kentucky Louisville game in Kentucky, and I'm just gonna pass them out to Louisville fans. And I calcul I average, I said, eh, the lower bowl, it's probably gonna be about a thousand or five hundred bucks a ticket. It's gonna cost me around five hundred thousand dollars. But it'll make a it'll make a point. But it'll be the best money I have ever spent. I'll I'll okay. write it off as charity. <clears throat> it might be like a two month plan, Pat. Maybe maybe next year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean this feasible. podcast has gone so maybe. high. <laughs> by anchor oh my goodness they hand yeah. out dollars yeah and also i wanted to say something uh some confusion about our podcast um we are not a running podcast i've got a, i've heard some stuff about us in the shuffles the running on empty people like listen to us thought they think we're a running podcast wait what seriously yeah no we're not a running podcast i just uh... <laughs> I, I have not ran in years no, yeah, I, I would listen to us, but that'd be kind of funny though. Imagine like if we like had a running episode, and it's like me, like oh, you got it, you got it, man, keep going, <laughs> you got it. Don't stop, don't stop. Yeah, one of those. Okay, that's a workshop for next podcast. Maybe we're working on that. But uh, one last thing I want to talk about college basketball. Something that's kind of been going on from like a gambling dilemma, I would say. That's not a problem in the NCAA's eyes, but it should be. It's the oh, yes, yes. two like backdoor covers that have occurred uh, the past couple of days. First one was Iowa State, Oklahoma. Ohio, Iowa State's up by four. The spread, I think, was two and a half. 
Uh, and so game's over, like two right. seconds left. Oklahoma throws up a shot that's clearly after the buzzer. So game's over, but he shoots up a three, drains it, 74-73. The ref says, yeah, it's good. Like, doesn't matter. It doesn't really affect the outcome of the game win loss scenario. And I say it's fine, but it blows the spread, and it's kind of a legal shot. People were gambling Twitter was in like gambling world was upset about this, obviously. I agree. Uh, and then uh, Wednesday night, it happened again. What, what, game, what game was it last night? Uh, was, last night it was the Villanova, Villanova game. game. Yes. Yeah, but it was the same thing. I'm uh, it was I like think. minus nine was a spread. They threw, threw up a last second shot, but this one was like very clearly after the whistle or after the uh, final. Well, and see, I mean, you saw what I retweeted from our. our Twitter, which is uh, at empty underscore pod. Please follow us. Please. Please. <laughs> um, good plug. Good plug. Uh, did you see what I retweeted? I did not. I did Re- not. Ravel. So I retweeted Ravel, who retweeted okay. the uh, little retweet, retweet. Re- yeah, retweet. He quote tweeted, I guess, rather, the NCAA that said the NCAA during the NCAA uh, championship or tournament, rather, will be reviewing all shots after the buzzer regardless if they impact games for proper stats quote okay. unquote quote unquote for the proper stats yes that's so that's so people from vegas don't come and send hits on you when they lost five hundred thousand dollars yeah, in the first that's... round of 64 because uh umbc throws up a, a half court shot as time's already expires and blows the spread yeah that's i mean at least it's like they acknowledge it. I didn't know that that didn't say that tweet, but at oh, least yeah. they're like saying, okay, this is a problem. But they're like, all right, we're not going to fix it now. We're going to let you guys still suffer for being degenerates and betting on games in the middle of the season. Well, uh, worry about it. We'll fix it for March Madness. I don't yeah. hate that. No. I don't hate that. Yeah. Uh, but that's, uh, I, I thought it should definitely be something that's discussed, and that's, um, that sucks. I am not on that. But I think it was kind of an interesting point that the same ref was the head official for both those games. Hmm. Makes you makes you think. Maybe uh, he took a side. I don't know. To be, <laughs> to be fair, he was like, "Man, I just want the kids to have a good time." Everybody yeah, dude, pump up the stats. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'd like that if I was a ref. I don't. That's cool. All right, let's go to. You want to go to our break, and we'll talk. Uh, we'll go in our second half segment, baby. We got a lot of things to talk about. Um, big thing happened Wednesday, National Signing Day for college football. We have the premiere of possibly the greatest league. Also, there's a new rule I think you're going to love, Pat, for the Alliance this weekend. Oh, and, did you uh, see, just real quick, did you see Bob Stoops is going to coach the XFL? I did see that. Big things. That was These just, other leagues, man, the other leagues are, are they're ready. They're ready. That's just the thing that like, I, I wanted to just quickly say. It's not really that big of a deal, but, you know. Also, I think the Masters is like 60 days out. 59, I'm you also, idiot. 59. 59. I was going to say it. 59. Ha! Yeah. Uh-huh. Suck it. This counting for tomorrow at no, 60 no, right no, now. No, no, it's 59 tonight. Today, right now. So 58. I just stole your thunder. No, it's 59 right now. Oh, well, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's 58. You're wrong, Pat. You're wrong. Talk over. 
All right. Well, it's the weekend, Popes. It's the weekend. Everyone's working for the weekend. Hope everyone's having a good time. Hope it's nice weather wherever you are. It's and not. if it's not nice weather, I hope you have a good time. If you happen to stay inside, it is A-OK because there's sports, sports, sports on all weekend long. The premiere of possibly what could be the runner-up to the NFL, the next great sporting event of all sports. Maybe could possibly be the big five sports of America, big conferences. Maybe it's the AAF, the Alliance, starts this weekend. Um, first game, I'm trying to see what this is right now. They play, play games Saturday. It's happening again Saturday, 8 p.m. Uh, the Orlando Apollos, which is like probably been like the biggest headline team out of this whole thing. It's Steve Spurrier's team. They're playing the Atlanta Legend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great stuff. I don't know if I'm I'm, I'm going to watch it. I guess I don't know. I might, we'll see I how might it is. switch. I might watch a quarter. We'll see. It could I'll, be a disaster. I will see. I'm more of like looking more on like social media to see highlights mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like see what's going on. But I got something. You know, they took some stuff from like the XFL, the NFL, yep. uh-huh, did. Uh-huh, uh-huh. and like this is kind of what this league's going to be experiment was. Mm-hmm. I have two words for you, Pat. That's going to get you excited. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you sitting down? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, hold on, wait. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, now I'm saying that. Sky ref. They have a sky ref. Did you see this? No. The Alliance has a sky ref rule, okay? And the sky ref is a referee that is basically in a box, okay? He's just watching the game. Okay. The Alliance will add a sky ref who can instantly correct officiating errors in between plays. So it's basically uh, saying you hype that, that Saints way issue, that Saints issue uh, will be fixed, and all that. It's it's basically saying they they. Why did you get so excited for that? Because it's a sky ref. Imagine like before a play, they're like, all right, oh, oh, we got a buzz coming in. The sky ref has a statement. You you you, you spoke about the sky ref like they were bringing back like the first scramble from the XFL. That is even better. I think that's. I think this is better because it's something that's obviously going to be implemented into the NFL. It's going to solve their like all oh, these officials suck problem. Let's have someone buzz in and like, hey, you, you fucked up, and this is is how we're going to fix it. The all sky right. ref, I think, is going to be great, and also just the the term sky ref is awesome. No, buddy, I'm happy that you're happy. About I'm it. You're I'm sky way ref. too happy. This this microphone cable is wildly long, and I am a big fan of that. No, I'm just I'm very 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 excited for my. My sky, my sky ref. So we'll see how it all yeah, goes. Dude, I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? Why wouldn't you be excited? Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. And I was talking to the Alliance. Uh, so we have – this is just a quick preview for next week Next because week, this is kind of a bullshit podcast right now. Like the episode, not the whole podcast. We're very legit. Like, holy cow. <laughs> we're, very, we're very legit and serious about our work. Actually, I, I really do love doing this podcast. And I love that people take the time to listen to it. So thank you a lot. Yeah, but thank you to our overlist. This like this, even, the, even the runners, even the runners. Do we have runners really? <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of buzz going on out there. Carry, carry on, carry. Okay. There, there is another running on empty podcast that is a running podcast. You just took the long, wrong left. Just scroll down a little further and click on that one, or stay. You know, whatever. Anyway, uh, we have our biggest episode dropping. Next Tuesday, me and Popes have this ep- have a interview that we've been working really hard to get. Kind uh, of a big deal. I'm super excited. Uh, people that are going to be listening to this 
from the future because they found out about it's from this guest. Welcome. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be dropping on Tuesday. True. And we're going to be talking every – it's going to be a big college-heavy episode. So get ready for that. Mm. That's all I'm going to say about it. I am a lot about college super basketball. Super excited. Super excited. It's going to be yeah. a long – we might split – we might big actually – guest has a big following. We might split the episode into two if the, if the interview is I was about to ask you. We'll see. We'll see how long yeah, we the have interview a, is. Um, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be good. We've been prepared for it for a little bit. It's been kind of a, a guy that's been in the mix since we kind of started this. And uh, a guy we both look up to a lot. I think it's going to be kind of a good little he's, talk to him. And it's going to be a serious interview, but it's also like, hey, we're just having a good time. He's going to teach us how to be big J's as well. So. Yeah, so we're yeah we're going to skip the whole going to school part. and just become, <laughs> The whole uh, writing for a small newspaper yeah. or something. No, no, no. Would never. Awesome. But yeah, can't really wait excited. for that. It's going to be a fun interview. So, Cameron. Yes. Yes, Pat. I oof, yikes. I was gonna say something funny. Okay. Uh I have back to you. <laughs> Thank you for uh introducing me there, Pat. Bring me in there, tagging me in. Uh-huh. I am I have something to admit. It's kind of an unpopular opinion. Okay. Uh-huh. So all of us are out there. I'm late to the party, but Game of Thrones is really good. I am very, very into Game of Thrones now, Pat. I was always the guy. Like, I'm not, not into medieval stuff. I know this is a sports co- uh, podcast. But no, I'm, I'm, this. I'm so excited I'm to talk about it. I'm always of, like, I'm not into medieval stuff. Like, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a watch. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of been on and off watching the first couple seasons. I've gotten into it for a little bit. Not into it. One of those. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to get into this. Like, this is, I've heard it's a great show from so many people. A lot mm-hmm. of respectable friends that are really big into TV shows. Like, you know what? I'm going to trust their judgment here. I'm diving in, and I watched the Red Wedding episode, and holy shit, baby, we're gonna, diving. Are you, you going to spoil it? Or, no, or I'm not spoiling anything. I'm not okay. spoiling anything. I'm just saying, um, the all to our followers that have you know been watched that the past like it's like three years old news, but that episode was incredible. Okay, <laughs> and I am now like halfway through season four, and I just like watched the episode last night. So yeah, I'm trying to space it up so I'm like done with it by the time. The comes out, which is 58 days away because it comes out the same day as the Masters. What a day! What a day! I wait, no, hmm. why that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's the same day, I swear. I thought Game of Thrones came out on Sundays. Yeah, the Sunday of the Masters. I would say so. Masters, oh, okay, so this is actually it's like the weekend, it's, it's like 62 days away. But okay, well, from till well, 68 days, 60, yeah, until we get the winner. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying there. But that's gonna be a great day. I'm really excited for it. So I'm trying to space it out, but I just don't think I'm gonna be able to do that. Yeah, no, don't. Just, just here's what you do. You, you finish it tomorrow. Okay. I don't think I physically can, but I'm, I'm okay. I'm listening. And then you just rewatch it. That's what I'm rewatching right now, currently, with my father, who still thinks the White Walkers are from the aliens from Predator vs. Uh, Alien. I love like dad thoughts of like modern stuff. Like those, those damn aliens. Like, no dad. Like, I I every every like ten fifteen minutes I gotta look at it and make sure he's paying attention because like he'll like think of something and be like oh that's interesting and he'll go on his phone and Google it and like there was one time we were watching I don't know whatever episode I was and he was looking at his phone and like old people can't multitask like watching TV and looking at their phone they they their attention span is not able to separate like young right. younger people are like how we grew up. Like the young folk? Yeah, like the young folk. <clears throat> and I, 
I look at him and he's on his phone and like he's like kind of like nodding at the phone like hmm. I'm like Chris, what are you looking at? He goes, uh, I, I googled something. I was like, what did you Google? Henry the Eighth. <laughs> I was like, what just happened in that last scene? I I, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's cool. I don't know if it's happening with you when you're doing the, the rewatch, but like the inside the episodes. My, you, have you been... I have to watch this with my dad or else he won't get the episode. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I sometimes I skip ahead, but like when a big episode happened, like obviously when the Red Wedding happened, yeah. I was like, I'm listening to them give a 10-minute ten, ten breakdown of like how this was such an important episode. I obviously knew it, but I was like, holy cow, like, what oh, yeah. just happened? And it was funny, too, because I'm watching it. My roommates, they see me watch it in the living room, like going back and forth. And they're like, every now and then they'll pause and stop. But then I got like to the episode and like, mm-hmm. oh, I really want to watch this episode with you. I'm like, okay, guys, now I know it's a big episode. And I just didn't expect that to happen at the end. My, uh, yeah. I'm still shook, okay? So going <clears throat> to the Red Wedding, my buddy is on a date tonight. Yeah, that's right. We're a matchmaking podcast. Mm-hmm. And he's going on this date tonight. And this is his third date. Ooh, the big third one, huh? Clip right here. Cool, good clip, funny, ha ha ha. Um, Popes, it's the office clip is what I'm putting in there. If you know what I'm talking about. No. All right, well, uh, I'll, I'll send it to you later. <laughs> but, so, they, uh, going on the third date, and he, nothing's happened physically. Well, things have happened, but not it. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> and, okay, we'll go into detail here. We have a minor audience, too. <laughs> But yes, carry on. And he said something today. He goes, I want her to stop beating around the bush. I just want the bush. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that I is, like, uh. I like dropped the phone. I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That really uh, goes for it, huh? But speaking of that. So okay. He, good. he, he was I'll, talking I'll, about his other sexual uh, confrontations. I guess confrontations is that word. Sexual conquests, if you will. Okay. Have you ever seen How You Made Your Mother or How You Met Your Mother? How I. Met uh, your yes. I mean, I've seen little clips of it, but I don't. I haven't watched the show. Okay. With. I, I. It's a. It's a terrible, terrible show. I've never watched it, but he said he like saw this sh- whatever. And there's this thing called naked manning. Do you have any idea what naked manning is? I do not. Please inform me. It's when your date or whoever goes in the bathroom or leaves the room, you remove your clothing. Oh, yeah. And they come in and they go, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah it's like the uh, – yeah, I didn't know learn for it. And um, on, on uh, How I Met Your Mother, they say it works two out of three times. That's no My way. friend has fucking done this twice. And, like, I guess shout out to his confidence. Because his work, he's done it twice. He said, "Well, I'm one for two. Man, I bet that one that doesn't work. Obviously, the one that does well, work that is was, awesome. That was my but first the... question. That was my first question. It was like, what, what, what happened when it didn't work? And she, he was like, well, <laughs> he was like, luckily, she was one of my good friends that we went on a date, and she was like, oh my god, you're naked manning me. Please put on your clothes. Okay, so she got the joke. Yeah, I was wondering. It was, I, I see it going down as much more of a what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> that's yeah. I actually had another friend in high school. that did something similar to that. And, um, it was at, I had, I had people over at my house, a little shindig, some would say, 
<clears throat> and he went to one of my ro- one of the rooms and was like, asked her to come back there. Like one of those, he definitely thought something was gonna go on, something was gonna happen. And anyway, he like gets in bed, does that, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "What do you think I'm doing?" And she was like, "Put your clothes back on. We're going back out." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so he went. He went all for it. Like, I'm going for it. We're, let's go. It's happening. And just she was like. No, let's go back out to the party. What are you doing, man? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I would say if you're hitting around 50%. Well, say, so the show it. says it works two out of three times, and he's done it twice, and it's already failed once. So, so he was like, I'm, I think I'm, I might do it tonight. And I know this girl. And I was like, do not. <laughs> under, I any, under any circumstances, take your clothes off as a surprise. I think it's a, a a ballsy move. It's a no, big uh, dick move. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, I'm I'm the king here. This is what I do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's I a power move, dude. Go go for it. Good for Ooh, you. Go I for it. I don't. I don't think I have the cojones to do it. I don't think I could ever ever pull that off. Maybe maybe if I had a girlfriend, but I mean, that's not really working. That's different though. Know, I feel like that's just a she's different. Probably just like, what? Well, I don't want to right now. It's <laughs> fair. It's fair. <laughs> and I'll just be like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, also, I have a uh, a quick little New Year's resolution update. I have gone 38 days without boomeranging. Uh, Shout out to me. Bravo to you, my friend. I know. It's been tough. Trust me. There's been times I just want to boomerang. I went to bed at 1.30 last night. Kind of early for me. Pretty good. Yeah, no, I'm going to bed. It's eight thirty four right now. I'm gonna watch probably three episodes of Game of Thrones and then be <laughs> asleep around around that. midnight. <laughs> when I watch Game of Thrones, I watch Game of Thrones my fifth year of college. Shout out being an idiot. And uh I didn't have a lot going on. Like you worked a full time job. Uh, none of my like friends that were coming back came back because they all graduated and left me alone. So I had like Less than two weeks until school started, and I was like, I guess I'll finally freaking start the show. Start the show. I finished it before school started. I would. I woke up at like you know whatever noon. Would watch it from noon to nine. I would go to work at the bar from nine to ten. I would set up. No one would come in from ten to ten to midnight. So I would watch two episodes on my phone, and then I'd go to bed. Uh, and then after, you know, whatever, work, go to bed, start the whole process again. I basically killed it in, like, eight days. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, one of our buddies also lost, like, seven pounds. I didn't eat. <laughs> uh, and that's that, that's a little different thing there. But, yeah, our buddy Austin did the exact same thing. He did, like, just sat in his room. as we lived in the house, and he just sat in his room. Didn't see him for ten days. <laughs> he would wake up, and he would, like, still sleep, like, eight hours a day. He was kind of a machine about it. He'd wake up. Go to bed at midnight, wake up at eight, go to the gym, go to his class, be done around four, watch TV until about midnight, watch Game of Thrones, then go to bed. And like that was like we didn't see him for ten days. We're like, dude, what have you been doing? He's like, I have watched all seven seasons of or all six seasons of Game of Thrones. And I was like, Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Are you like Okay, good for you. But uh yeah. I um it's difficult talking to people about it now because I'm so late to the party. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they don't know and, where like, to go in. 
and I am like, I am so late. So I really want to talk about it, but I just really don't want to talk about it. Cause I'm just I'm afraid I've seen spoilers all around. Uh, so I kind of have some clues, but it's also like, man, uh, I just, I need to talk about it. So if any of our listeners are out there around season four, halfway through and just want to have a, you know, just say, Hey man, how, how's it going? I'm there too with you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here to talk about it because I, I, I need to I need to talk and I don't want to mm-hmm, talk about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, but the big mm-hmm. thing is I just want to get caught up before a new season because mm-hmm. Game of Thrones Twitter, Game of Thrones, like all of that is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Everyone's reacting. Everyone's on the same page. and I'm excited. I'm, ex- I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. Well, that's a big time. <clears throat> that's about it. Remember, kids, don't beat around that bush. Just go in it. Okay. Uh, that's uh, What an outrageous thing. We should put that as a tattoo. <laughs> we might have to put that on a t-shirt. Merch coming. No, it's that'd not. be sick. We might. I, I'm, I'm gonna make like three shirts: one for me, one for Cam, and then we'll auction one off to the highest bidder. Yeah, that's a good idea. And the bidding starts at three hundred dollars. <laughs> I disagree. Do you know our value? Four hundred. Okay, maybe four fifty. <laughs> uh, you know, so we talk about sports, and that's what we did today. And a little bit of life. A little bit of life talk there. That's true. We uh, talked a lot about life. Uh, really, really excited. Looking forward to the Tuesday's podcast. Uh, we have a big interview. It's actually happening Friday, February 8th. The interview it's is coming tomorrow. Cool. Wish us luck. Wish us luck. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be, be awesome. shitting my pants. Big guy. Big guy. Uh, really, really looking forward to it. Get excited. Next week's episodes are going to be pumping. We're going to have full alliance breakdown because that's what we're looking forward to the most. And also, we're diving in. It's going to be a very, very big college uh, episode talking about football, college basketball, really the state of the NCAA. Um, so, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Oh, yeah. I'm also I'm also committed to the uh, combine. I'm going to the combine. Popes, is, Popes can come if he wants. I would prefer I'm if he did. I'm iffy on the combine because it's a little bit of a move for me. Uh, so, we'll see what happens if I make it. But, hope you have a great weekend. Love you. Peace out. That was lame. That was really lame. (laughs) I was kind of embarrassing. We're not like in seventh grade. This is a Pat Cam production. Bruh.